When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome back to Car Stuff. I'm Scott, and that's Ben, and we're here to talk about safety today. We are here to talk about not just safety, but the future of safety. The future of safety. I like it. All right. So let's just get right down to the brass tacks, nuts and bolts. A little car company some people may have heard of called Volvo has uh, issued a rather ambitious statement. Isn't that right? Yes, they have. Yeah, it's been a while. It's not a brand new statement. Mm -mm. But uh, it just recently came up because I found it in a popular science article that um, I was – Kind of perusing fifth, through, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just going through pop science and and taking a look at the car section as I do sometimes, and uh, I came across something that I hadn't really seen in a while, and I I, I guess it's still out there. Um, Volvo has something called the Volvo Vision Twenty Twenty program, right? Mm-hmm. And part of the Volvo, or I guess the big tent of the Volvo Vision Twenty Twenty program, is that, and I quote. Nobody shall be seriously injured or killed in a new Volvo by 2020. Hmm. Okay. That's 100% fatality-free. Fatality-free car. So you're talking about a death-proof car. Right, which is funny because we looked at this in an earlier episode. We have, yeah. And we basically both concluded that it was more or less impossible. Yes. And Volvo, it seems, has, has a bit of a philosophical disagreement with well, us. Well, they've made a big statement here, haven't they? They have made a very I mean, big statement. It's, it's a it's a very broad statement that nobody's mm-hmm. going to be seriously injured or or killed in a Volvo mm-hmm. by 2020, which to me, I mean, that's in, in either new vehicles, of course. You can't go back and retrofit every vehicle. But right. um, they're talking about vehicles that are made in 2020 on, and I, I just don't see how it's possible. I don't, I don't know if this is going to be a possibility or I don't I really don't think it's possible but what they're trying to do is they're trying to develop a car that is <laughs> that I, I saw another word in one of these articles here that I've got in front of me it? that said uncrashable 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 the so uncrashable the car I, the idea is that yeah. the car won't be involved in an accident in the first place right therefore you're safe in the vehicle 
I don't know about being able to take away all the other factors that that lead to a crash, though. I just sure. don't know about it. I, sure, they're they're doing everything they can for accident avoidance, mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of sophisticated systems right now that uh, do do um, you know like preventative mm-hmm. type systems, um, you know. The, Braking systems and right. uh, auto um, sensors for exactly. distance. Yeah, distance. That's right for their uh, their train. Uh, what road do they call train. it? Truck trains, road trains, something yeah. like that. Um, I did watch a video about that. That was pretty cool. Oh well, let's. You know what? That's an excellent segue. Let's go into this because I'm with you in this one, my friend. Mm-hmm. I I just believe anybody who knows much about these kind of quantitative studies or the these large scale declarations mm-hmm. knows that a hundred percent is impossible in operation yes um, because it's only a hundred percent until it's not and uh, all it takes is one you know uh, however a fellow named Ed Kim uh, who is an analyst for Auto Pacific Inc uh, believes and this is in 2010 right uh, believes that a confluence of safety technologies, not so much a single car, but a car system of safety uh, would actually make this possible. And so when we talk about these technologies, we're talking about um, some things we've talked about before, right? Like that wonderfully automated system that will parallel park your car for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's that's radar and sonar sensing devices. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Volvo is talking about here. Because when I looked at the um, – when I looked at the Pop Science article – they had a, a photo, an image of uh, something from, I guess, from the Volvo sensing system, or that was what yeah. it was intended to look like anyways. Uh, you know what it reminded me of is when you take a photograph, and the, the camera, the dig- digital camera, somehow picks out what you would think would be the focal point of that uh, that image. Either, oh, yeah. It's a face, a body, or whatever it is, and uh, you know puts a small box around it. Mm-hmm. Well, this one does that, but it has boxes around everything that's moving in relation to the car, and... Not, I mean, I guess maybe it was stopped or whatever because this was just around people, mm-hmm. um, and they all had numbers assigned to them in different size boxes and different uh, different directions and different colors. And uh, I think what it does is it just it senses the directions of everything, the intended path of said object, mm-hmm. and uh, and whether or not it's possible that the car will be headed in that direction or not. And uh, then it takes measures to avoid that if that's braking, if that's turning, because some some of these are talking about systems that will turn the wheel. Away mm-hmm. from, away from moving object, you know, if it's a pedestrian. Um, in fact, this Volvo car that I saw in this in this demonstration video, it, you got to listen this carefully because it's different than other ones. It's not assisted braking where you know there's an extra power boost when right. the, when the driver hits it and there's a certain um, motion that it detects by the feet. You know, the the panic stop, I guess. Mm-hmm. This vehicle at a, below a certain speed will fully stop the vehicle if it sees something in its path. Now, if you're headed at a person, a vehicle, um, a, I don't building. know, a fire hydrant, a yeah. building, whatever it may be, I don't know if it would sense a curb or not. It might. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're headed at it below, let's say it's, I'm just going to pick a number. Let's say it's 25 miles an hour. Sure, that's a good one. Uh, if it, it will first warn the driver. If the driver fails to react to it, mm-hmm. it will completely stop the vehicle, which is something I've never seen before. Never seen that. Yeah, and that kind of level of control given over to a computer system Mm -hmm. is probably unprecedented in commercial vehicles. Oh, exactly. Like this nature. I mean, we're talking about – basically, we're talking about the next step in an umbrella term I'll throw out here, collision avoidance systems, right? Yeah. So we're talking about 
Um, we're talking about the same sensory uh, apparatuses that you mentioned. We're also talking about blind spot warning systems and adaptive cruise control. Yeah, and they have drowsy, uh, drowsy driver awareness. Yeah. Uh, I, I forget the system, but it, it, it detects if you're drowsy. It detect, detects if you're in your lane or not, of course. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it'll beep and warn you that. Um, those are really nothing new, but I mean, when you start combining all of these together in one vehicle, that's when you get something kind of, kind of special, I More guess. More than the sum of its parts. Exactly, because they're all working together. They're not just mm-hmm. individual components. They're, they're, they're sending signals to one another and determining what to do and how to how to handle the situation if the driver doesn't intervene. And that's the the critical part in all this is mm-hmm. that if the driver doesn't intervene, it overrides the system. So you still have the control. You know, the driver still has the control that you would normally have. And if you don't react in time, the car takes over. And they're saying that you know what this amounts to is is a big brain inside the car that's that's thinking at the same time as you're driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not, completely focused on what it's doing. Exactly. Yeah, it's not texting or doing whatever right. it shouldn't be doing. Um, but it, it really, uh, they, they call it kind of an electronic bumper around mm-hmm. the whole vehicle, you know, that it's it's setting up a protection zone for the, for the occupants. And I can understand where Volvo would say, you know, we are, here's our goal mm-hmm. is this. I don't know if they should have said <laughs> injury free, fatality free. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, Pretty tough because what was the one point that we talked about that uh, maybe a costly? Oh, oh yes, okay, right. <laughs> Am this, I taking you too far down the no, road here? No, no, no. This to... is perfect. This okay. is perfect right, because uh, we have talked about these sort of things before, and the question that we already answered at the very beginning: Is it possible to build a car that is entirely fatality proof? But boom. No, absolutely not. There's no way. There are other cars. However, is it possible to build a system for all cars that is fatality proof? I'm still going to say no, but I'm going to hesitate because uh, the next step for the Volvo uh, Vision 2020 program, the only thing that really makes it feasible is that it combines technology outside of the car with technology within the car and between vehicles. So we earlier talked about a road train. What a road train is, is the interaction of all these onboard computer brains in the vehicles working together to keep traffic flowing normally and accident-free, right? Mm -hmm. And so we avoid a lot of the common causes of accidents. And this system also relies on participation with um, a smart and here's that dirty I word, Scott, a smart infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the expensive part, right? This because, is, Because yeah. uh, this is where you get into making the entire city, the entire state, the entire mm. country change over to a certain system that will allow this to work. Mm. And, uh, are people going to be willing to do that? Yeah. Um, is the, is it, you know, is it possible, you know, as far as a dollar amount, is it possible to happen? Uh, Sure. Like, likely not right now. Um, right. But the, the, the thing is that even without the infrastructure that we're talking about, they are working on incredibly safe systems, you know, or s- systems that are designed to keep you incredibly safe, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, those are working right now. They're, they're in other brands. They're in Volvo. They're mm-hmm. in um, Mercedes. It, exactly. Yeah, they all have bits and pieces of this. Mm-hmm. It's now a matter of getting all this technology into one vehicle and making it all work together. And keeping the occupants as safe as possible. So it's an awful bold claim. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Maybe. I don't know. Possible, I, yes. 100%? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, this is just a, it's, it's, it's a big statement to make. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's a long way off, I know, but, mm-hmm. um, when you look at the advancements that have been made in the last 10 years, you think that maybe they can get pretty darn close. Right. Cause 10 years ago, who would have thought that Google would be, well, I guess 10 years ago, we're getting old. Yeah. 20 years ago, maybe. <laughs> 20 years ago. That's How better. far we've come. So maybe 2030 is a little more realistic. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's such a great point. Like, that's what I think would really sink this. I would love to see it happen. But one of the huge problems is really the cost of infrastructure. Think of this safety system as a layer of pavement. And in terms of that sort of comparison, we have to repave every city, every road on every city for this system to stand a chance of working. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Uh, I, I seriously doubt that the average American consumer will be willing to put more of their own tax money on the line. And I seriously doubt that in this current economic environment, there will be a lot of successful pressure. Well, this this all relies on, unless it's shared technology with other manufacturers, right? everybody would be driving a Volvo. Yes. That's another factor. Is right. That maybe it's proprietary, inf- you know, um, mm-hmm. um, system information that, you know, they don't want to share with uh, BMW, Mercedes, Chrysler, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, they would rather uh, keep to themselves. And, you know, if, if that's the case, then, you know, Volvo drivers would be able to enjoy this system. Uh, everybody else would, you know, if you're paying for it, you won't be able to use it. Is that true? Right. You, you think you read it that way? Because that's kind of the way I understood it. It does seem that way. The That's a very good point because... Another hurdle here is making car companies or somehow, I guess, inducing car companies, which are normally so secretive and very protective of proprietary technology because of the millions of dollars that has to be spent to make it successful. Uh, they're not usually share and share alike kind of entities. And really, should they be? But with this, this would be an entirely different beast because we have to, we would have to have a common infrastructure across all vehicles. Mm. And, uh, you know, right now we don't have a common infrastructure for very common things. Like we don't have a common infrastructure for a lot of the technology behind cell phones. It differs between companies, mm-hmm. you know, and we basically have the principles that make cell phones work. But only because nobody can really own those principles, you know? Understood. But with this technology for the infrastructure, um, I agree with you, man. I know, I, I feel like it's also giving us the sense that you have to drive a Volvo to be safe. And Volvo's already, I think, the world's safest car company, right? Uh, I don't know if you can make that claim or not. Well, but, they're, uh, but they're awful darn safe. I'll they're tell you awful. That, they're and it goes, goes back to, I mean, they invented the, uh, the, the three-point seatbelts in mm-hmm. the 50s. And, uh, uh, N- Niles Bolin? Niles uh, Bolin. Well, very good. Thanks. Very good. You know that because it's so close to your name? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, good. we also, uh, <laughs> Stuff of Genius, one of our, uh, other podcasts actually also covered the guy. Oh, very good. Very good. And, um, Let's see what I'll say. I mean, they, they came up crumple with crumple like zones. Yeah, crumple zones and the, uh, the, the steel cage that surrounds the vehicle. You know, the idea that, you know, you're in a, you're in a, uh, well, a cage, a cell. Sure. Right? You know, yeah. the, the, the safety cell of sorts. Um, they've, they've had a lot of, uh, safety advancements at Volvo over the years and, and mm-hmm. they've been well known for that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. It seems like a, just overall, this is a broad statement. I, I'm, I'm glad they're they're working towards this, but uh, I just don't I just don't know if I buy it or not. I would love to be wrong on that. 
Yeah, me too. B- before we go to listener mail, uh, let's, I want to end this on a question for our, uh, highly esteemed listeners because I'm interested on this. This is a question I don't know how to answer. Would you, as a driver, be willing to give up your autonomy, uh, your ability to drive your own vehicle in exchange for the possibility of never having a car accident. I don't know how to answer that, you know? Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either, because I, I, I still don't know if you can guarantee no accident. Well, I don't think you can. I, I don't know. Well, you know what? We're going to leave that out in the internet. You guys write back to us. Tell us what you think. And uh, in the meantime, let's do some listener mail. Sounds good. All right, Ben, here's one from a, a listener whose name is Becky, and Becky is from Buffalo, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. And uh, Becky says, and this is this is a sad note, Ben, I'm going to tell you right up front. Okay. Uh, it's, it has safety overtones to it, so I want to I mention this, because it's something that we had talked about in driving laws that no one follows. And uh, Becky mentions that, you know, we, we had mentioned something about passing on the right. Now we were both guilty of passing on the right. Yeah. When I said passing on the right, I meant on the highway. Like on a on a place with more than three lanes all going the same direction. Three lanes all the same direction, yes. Uh, somebody's in the, occupying the left lane. Right. Someone's in the middle someone's lane. Someone's in the middle lane. You make the, the uh, decision to go into the right lane to make the pass, not the, not the shoulder. Mm-hmm. I think that's where Becky was confused on this one. And maybe, I mean, I, I didn't intend the shoulder by any means. Mm-hmm. But um, she says that just to, kind of an awareness thing. She wanted to say that a family friend uh, lost a, well, this is terrible, a three-year-old who was crossing the street. You know, everybody had stopped to let uh, this group of children pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were coming from the pool or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone decided that it would be a good idea to pass six cars on the right on the shoulder of the road going about 45 miles an hour and oh. hit just the three-year-old, unfortunately, and killed the three-year-old. That's a terrible story. And there's yeah. a you know a webpage and everything that's really, really sad. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's choking me up thinking about it, really. Yeah. Um, but... She just wanted to say that if nothing else, just read this as a reminder for everybody to slow down, take it easy. And, and we didn't mean pass on the shoulder by any means. That's, right. that's never, ever a good idea. And just be aware of like, you know, in the areas that you can pass on the right where, mm-hmm. you know, there's, you know, there's still maybe foot traffic. Yeah. Um, and when we, when I'm talking about this, I mean, if someone's making a left turn and there's a dotted white line on your right, you mm-hmm. are able to go around, but carefully. Yes, and cautiously and slowly. Uh, mm-hmm. This this person obviously was doing well, not the right thing. This is the this is not the yeah right exactly. Thing, right? It's definitely breaking the law. So uh, don't don't use the don't use the shoulder to pass cars. That's Under a bad idea. Any circumstances? No, 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 no. Well, so, and also a lot of people say, you know, let me do it when I'm in a hurry or something, or I have an emergency. Yeah. But all it's doing is inviting something worse. I, you know what? I, I learned this a long time ago that you know even if you pass one car, you know, at the next light. That car is going to be right behind you. You're you're gaining literally a second. Sure. You know, or yeah. if you're on the highway, uh, you would have to be traveling uh, hundreds of miles for that that speed mm-hmm. to make any kind of difference at all. And even if you are, you know, what's the point if you're increasing your your um, potential for an accident or your right. your um, your odds of an accident? And uh, really, it just comes down to a matter of seconds, if not less than a minute, that you'll get there sooner. So just take it easy and, and go the speed limit. Like Becky says, you know, just just take your time, slow down. You don't need to get there that quick, anyways. I mean, thanks for writing in, Becky. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, our, our thoughts go out. 
Exactly. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to bring it down like that's that. Good, but uh, and next one, yeah. this is one that maybe I don't agree with. Okay. Here's another piece of listener mail. It's a little bit more upbeat, I guess. All right. Uh, Jeff from Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh-huh. And Jeff writes in that the well, he says we made an error, and this is again about passing on the right. You and me? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But he says that check again with local laws because in in uh, in Maryland, it's clearly in the laws that passing on us is, is passing on the right is legal to do so when it's when it's safe. Ah, uh, okay. So right. like at the driver's discretion, it's legal when it's safe to do so. That's what it says. And um, but in New Jersey, it's specifically forbidden uh, because he has a friend who is who is uh, ticketed for doing just that. But he, I believe, is talking about passing on the right on the shoulder, and I don't I don't think that's right unless you're in an area where there is a dotted white line on the right. If you're if you, if it's a solid white line, you cannot cross that line. Right. That's, well, maybe uh, we should have been more specific too that we weren't talking about the shoulder. I guess so. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, so this is clearly causing some confusion here, but uh, we were not talking about the shoulder and passing on the right. We are not. <laughs> Scott and I have seen each other outside of the outside of the workplace, and we can both assure you with a hundred percent certainty uh, that we are not shoulder drivers. No. 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 I've seen them. I've seen them on the highway even. Yeah, uh, passing on the right, which is ooh, that's scary. You know, the buses here are allowed to travel on the shoulder. Did you know that? Wow, you probably did know that. I they're I mean, huge. Morning, though. morning rush hour. Uh-huh. If you're sitting in traffic. You know, four lanes wide. Everybody's just stopped. A bus will travel down the uh, um, the shoulder on the right. Wow, uh, just flying towards the next train stop because that's where it's headed. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It seems kind of dangerous to me because there's all kinds of debris and sometimes there's yeah. vehicles parked there. Sure. People, you know, just pull off, you know, because they're having trouble of some kind. They're making a phone call or whatever mm. they have to do. Um, I think it's dangerous. Well, let's, let's end on an, a little bit of an up note, an upward note rather. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm no, just, no. Uh, I'm responding to our, our, needed to be said. Our listeners here. We love every piece of listener mail. Yes. Uh, and I especially enjoy it when people take the time to, uh, Tell us if you know they disagree or something, because uh, we're not above it. Mm-hmm. But I've got I've got a great way for us to end this because I'm thinking, man, uh, I didn't know this about the buses. I bet you that there are places in other cities where other kinds of city vehicles get all kinds of neat little perks like that. Mm. So maybe somebody should write in and tell us about that, but also tell us if they're ready to give up their own self-determination over their vehicle. Oh, you're talking about the autonomous yeah, thing again, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, for one, would not give up that right. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's tempting. It's tempting because you could be in the car reading and stuff. Yeah, it's, that's no fun. Yeah, okay. That's no fun. I, I, yeah. I purely enjoy driving. Scott, the speed demon, Benjamin. I, I just like it. I, I yeah. like I like everything about it. So um, I could not give that up. I don't even like to be a passenger in a vehicle. Wow. So that, that means that, you know, it would be, uh, well, that's all it would be. Everybody, everybody would become a passenger. So what do you guys think? Because we're still we're still debating this. Uh, find us at Car Stuff on Facebook or Car Stuff on Twitter. You can also check out our awesome blog on the website, along with almost anything you want to know about all things automotive. And you know what? On the off chance that you have a question that we haven't touched on there, why don't you send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com.
You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.